Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome to Behind the Scenes in Hollywood, an interview series where we bring you casual conversations with talent and creatives from across entertainment. I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you so much for joining us. You've seen today's guest in the Maze Runner trilogy, Shadowhunters, and throughout the CW's Arrowverse, here to talk with us about the highly anticipated prequel series to the CW's Walker. It's the star of Walker Independence, Catherine McNamara. Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me today. So uh, we're just a few days away from the series premiere. So how are you feeling? Nervous, excited, a bit of both? I'm very excited. You know, I, I think our, I've seen the pilot episode and I think folks are really going to enjoy it. You know, it's it's a new take on an old genre that folks are very familiar with and, and a legacy that is beloved to so many. But I, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people. And that's a very exciting place to be. And the series, like you said, is part of this sort of like iconic genre in American cinema, uh, this classic revenge tale. Um, but it's very much turned on its head in the sense that it's the traditional male hero, and I say that with air quotes, who is killed <laughs> and it's his wife who is um, finding this inner strength to seek out her revenge. So what does it feel like to be the lead in this genre that, I mean, other than Westworld, women were often seen as damsels in distress? Well, absolutely. And that's what's so exciting about a character like Abby is that she's very quickly presented with this uh, this tragedy and has to make a choice. She can become a victim of her circumstance or she can choose to move forward and use it as a fuel to her fire as she creates this new life for herself and this new sense of independence. But you don't really often see women in the 1870s having such agency and having such drive and such willingness to go to certain lengths to avenge the, the love of their life. Um, and it's it's interesting to see how the West shaped this Boston society woman and, and the sacrifices she's willing to make in order to avenge her husband's death. Um, and I did get to see a few episodes um, in advance. I just wanna say quickly, congratulations. Um, like you said, you know, there's um, so much that the show has to offer for audiences. There's the mystery, the action, the romance, the drama, the empowerment, which is so wonderful to see. Um, so there really is something for everyone. So just congrats on like such a terrific show, just like right off the bat. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Well, it's it's wonderful to get to take a genre that is, you know, there's so many tropes and so many things that people mm -hmm. know about it. But like you said, to turn it on its head and tell what we hope is a more historically accurate version of the West and to share these new perspectives and these new uh, tropes and these new ideas that that history may or may not have shed enough light on in the past. And given that it's such an emotional storyline, especially just a few minutes in this like tragedy strikes um, and Abigail is so driven, what would you say was a challenge you faced with the character in her journey? I think what was the exciting part was balancing the sort of grief with revenge, with drive, with all of the elements. You know, Abby has so many things going on in the first episode alone of this danger that she's facing, but also the fact that she's just been shot through the shoulder and the fact that she's just lost the person she thought she was going to spend the rest of her life with. Um, there's there's a lot happening, and she, yet she's still taking in this new world and being swept away by these other characters and really falling in love with this place that she's just ended up. Um, but it's it'll be interesting to see how uh, how folks uh, take to her journey. 
Uh, and you also have such a wonderful supporting cast, um, including Justin Johnson Cortez, Lawrence Cal, Katie Finley, um, Philemon Chambers, just to name a few. Uh, what are you most excited for for audiences to see with their characters and their storylines? Oh, each and every one of their characters and each and every one of those individuals and the rest of our cast, there's so much heart and they're so such wonderful, interesting people on and off screen. And I, what excites me the most is for people to get to see this town and all of its characters, because each one of the character relationships brings out different colors in, in the other. And it's exciting to peel back these layers, because as we say in Independence, you know, no one is who they seem and everyone's running from something. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more you get to discover about these characters, I think the more people will just fall in love with them. And uh, just generally speaking of the show in general, what are you most excited for audiences um, to see with like some future episodes? Oh, I mean, we have a little bit of everything. You know, we that's what's great about a Western. You get this blend of adventure and romance and danger and horse chases and bank robberies and, you know, uh, shows at the dance hall and, and everything else to boot. But, um, but what's really wonderful about it is it, it maintains a sense of heart and this sense of community. Um, it becomes this beautiful allegory for the world that we live in today. You know, you have these people that are trying for a fresh start and trying to find their place in the world and, and build a world they want to leave behind for their great, 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 great grandson, Jared Padalecki. Um, but it's, it's amazing to get to sort of compare that with the world we're in today where things are changing and people's roles in society are changing so much. And, you know, history really does tend to repeat itself sometimes. Um, so I do want to just go back a bit and just talk about sort of like your audition for the show. Um, mm-hmm. Was it sort of a traditional audition process or was the role pitched to you? Uh, yes and no. Um, it definitely was not traditional given the nature of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. It was all on Zoom. So I sent in a tape and then got uh, asked to come back for a director's uh, read through session with Larry and Sh- Larry Tang, our director, and Seamus Kevin Fahey, our showrunner, and the rest of the team. And uh, next thing I knew, they said, hey, we're going to bring you Matt Barr into a chemistry read. I'm going, okay, sure, this will be fun. Um, and from the instant I met Larry and Seamus and Matt and the rest of the team, it, there was so much joy and vision and passion and heart behind this show. I sort of looked looked around the Zoom room, as it were, and went, oh, man, these are people I could work with for years and years to come and really want to tell this story with. Uh, and I'm just really grateful to to have the opportunity to do so. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, you're still in the midst of production at the moment, correct? Oh, yes. We're just over halfway through our first season. Got it. Um, so with sort of, like you said, half the season being done now, um, are there any storylines that um, haven't been explored yet that you're hoping are touched on maybe in future seasons? Yes. And that's about all I could say. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, look, all of us as a cast, we're we're a really tight-knit group, our cast and our crew and everyone. And not only is it just a joy to go to work every day, but what that breeds is all of us, you know, having all these brain children of different storylines and different things we want to explore and adventures we want to have in this world and in this show and to, you know, figure out how these people feel about each other and what they could do. And if you put them together, you know, what what could possibly happen? Um, so that we have a lot of theories and a lot of ideas and a lot of things we want to do. And hopefully we'll be here for years to come and be able to play those out. And given that you've done such a variety of genres, I mean, you've done 
as we said, the Arrowverse. So you've been a superhero before. You have uh, done Hallmark movies and fantasy with um, Shadowhunters. Is there anything, any type of genre or project you haven't done yet that you're hoping to dive into at some point in your career? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I that's something, that's a promise I made myself when I got into this career that I want to do a little bit of everything. You know, I'm, I, that's the joy of what I get to do as a storyteller is I get to touch on a million different things and live a million different lives and even in different mediums. I miss theater. I miss film. I miss all of these, these other uh, aspects of this, this industry we get to be a part of, but you know, I may or may not even have my eyes set to step behind the camera as well and direct and produce and write and all that as well. So, you know, lots of things in the works, but as long as I'm still telling stories for the rest of my life, I'll be a happy girl. And with the show, uh, Walker Independence, what are you hoping that audiences take away when they watch the show? I hope audiences really see the sense of community and the sense of the weight of history and how actions can affect things generations down the line and how our past can really inform our present and our future. And hopefully, you know, you'll fall in love with the town of independence as much as all of us have. And uh, just before we go, so we always love to ask um, actors, especially those who have been in the business for so long, um, what are what advice would you give to a young actor who wants to be where you are someday? Some of the best advice I was given um, by someone I worked with a long time ago is no matter where you end up in the industry, no matter how you change or grow or develop, never forget why you started and never forget that thing that makes you different and makes you unique because that's the one thing that will always be yours and the one thing that will always bring you home when you don't know where you are in the world or what's happening. Um, and if you can hang on to that arc and to those people that remind you of who you truly are, that's the biggest gift you can have. And if you had this sort of like a back to the future moment and you ran into your 13 year old self, what advice would you give them? Little Catherine. I would, I would say just hang on tight because it's going to, it's going to be a whole roller coaster, but you're going to be fine if you just breathe and enjoy the ride. Awesome. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, if folks want to give you a follow on Instagram or anywhere on social, where can they find you? Cat uh, underscore Matt Nomura on Twitter and cat dot Matt Nomura on Instagram. Awesome. And folks, as always, you can follow us at Media Village Com on Instagram. Head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. And don't miss the premiere of Walker Independence Thursday, October 6th on The CW. I'm Juan Yala. Thanks for joining us.